I hate to stop y'all from visiting because we don't get to visit much, but um, until we get to church, or, um, but uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to stand before you 15, 17 people. If there was 100 people every Wednesday night and then there was 15 here, I'd have some psychological stuff going on, but if there'd have been 100 here, I guess the preacher would have had some psychological stuff going on, but um, no, this, this came about real nonchalant. I, he asked us. Uh, George asked me to speak at the camp meeting, and I said that verse that we talked about was so in-depth, wish somebody could expound on a lot more. And he said, well, I'm going out of town. How about you speak one Wednesday night? Well, that's been a month or so ago, but he didn't forget, and that was fine because I, I, um, I enjoy an opportunity to share, uh, you know, what God's done through our life uh, as a family. But, but, but specifically, um, for many, 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 many years, I've learned to count my blessings. A lot of that was the church I grew up in, the community here, and a lot of people like you that are just wonderful neighbors to have. Before we get started, um, and speaking of neighbors, my neighbors are walking in right now, but wonderful neighbors to, 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 uh, to just help encourage us along. So I'm going to share a little bit that I prepared. Uh, but before we get started, you know, the preacher said last week, he said, there's going to be a special speaker next week, and we don't often attend because of my job and traveling, work. As a farmer, you don't know if you can make it to a meeting every time the, the sign-up sheet goes out and says sign-up. But, but as for me and my family, as I think it's Joshua said, we will serve the Lord. We've been doing that, and uh, that's been a, it's been a struggle. I, I joke about it sometimes, but we've all had hardships. And our family is no, not exempt from a hardship. We have, we have everything. You can go down the list, and we have those, those experiences. But God has been faithful to show us those blessings. And that's what I want to talk to you a little bit about tonight is, is God's promises and his blessings. Um, last, last week, as I said, the preacher said, you're going to have a special speaker next week. And he didn't mention me. And I thought, well, I don't know about a special speaker, but it's certainly a different one. But as I was riding toward Horry County this week, there was a radio station that came on in North Carolina, and, and the uh, preacher said real quick, he said, God wants to do something wonderful and special for you, through you in your life. And I thought, what? And he said it like three times to the point where it sounded silly. And I thought, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? And I didn't listen to just a short clip of his preaching. And he said, God wants to do something special through you. And I thought about what the preacher said real quick, and I thought, okay, well, maybe I am special. Maybe we all are special. We certainly are. God just wants to use us the best way. Um, well, he, he's going to be using us the best way possible if we'll just let him. And so that's what I want to just expound on a little bit tonight, and, and let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the privilege you give us just to meet together here at prayer meeting, and thank you for your word and how it comforts us and it guides us and it it directs us, but also I thank you for your word in a way that it gives us so many promises if we can just, um, if we'll just put forth the effort. And I thank you for all that are here tonight, and I pray that something might be said that they'll be encouraged. In Jesus' name, amen. That, that thought came on down the, the line there that week, this week, and, and I, I started thinking, you know, as our nation as a whole, um, we have a lot of people that don't want to be bothered, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna emphasize the negatives of of, of, of a few minutes of talking to you tonight. I actually want to emphasize the positives of that. But the fact of the matter is, we have a lot of people that don't want to be bothered, and I think God's watching us just like 
many, 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 many times in, in, in the Bible, uh, if you watched Israel, just disobey and, and kind of spiral downward. And, uh, and we are at a point right now where we can make that decision just as simple as I said yes to the preacher and said, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll speak. Um, but but it's not, it doesn't seem like it's an easy, it's an easy, as easy as a, a, of a decision once we say yes. But then God, and that's what I want to talk about a little bit about tonight, all these promises that God promises us through the Bible are there if we'll just take the time to go on through with that answer of yes. And, um, but, but to just to emphasize where we are as a people, um, in 2 Chronicles 7.14, that verse, and, and can somebody quote it real quick? Does anybody know it? If my people humble themselves... My people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land. There's a lot in that verse, um, but I want to look at the end of that verse. I will heal, hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Uh, in, 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 this, in this business that we're in, there's a whole lot of healing that needs to take place on a regular basis. This business of saving people and, and encouraging your neighbors and uh, speaking to, to you 20 people, we got 20 some people here now, I'm good about numbers. That, that, that is something that needs to be on the forefront of our mind. So it brings to mind another verse and uh, that's 1 Corinthians 10 31. Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. So as we begin to say yes and take that first step to to, uh, to be obedient to God. Um, these verses are all out there to start coming to you and saying, you know, what do I do here in this situation? Well, if you think about that verse, all that we do, eat, drink, and everything we do, we do to the glory of God. And you start thinking, well, I, can I do that? I mean, I, I can't. What, this, is, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm not good at. And then Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things, you know, through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. So there's little tiny short verses there that mean so much, but yet we've got to be the one that has the, the strength to, uh, to actually put forth the effort and have the faith to go on. And I, I know that sounds simple, but as we think about God did make me as a special person to do special things. And I can honestly say at my age and at the point in my life, I've been excited about some of the, the things that he's done um, that turned out great. And I didn't think they were going to turn out great, but I knew he was a part of it. Um, I've also been excited about the hardships he's put us through. Why? Because I'm growing in my Christian faith, and I, I appreciate what he's put us through so we can appreciate what we've got when it is not going so bad. So when you think about those couple three verses there, then, you, then there's another verse comes to mind, Proverbs 16, 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. That's a promise, and that's what I wanted to talk about tonight is just these promises. God gives us so many promises, and in a minute, I'm going to give you a chance for you to just so go ahead and start thinking what's a, what's a verse that, that, that comes to mind when you start thinking about your life and your, the promises that God's followed through with for you, but as we think about that right there, I wanted to, I wanted to think a little bit about 
and my mind goes different, different directions, but stay with me here, Daniel. As I was studying a little bit more about Daniel here this last couple weeks, only 12 of those chapters are in the book of Daniel. Nine of them came from visions. And Daniel's one of, the, one of the few, if not the only character in the Bible that nothing negative can be said about. Really? Well, that's what I researched and found. I was thinking, surely there's something negative was said about Daniel. But if you think about that in your own life, you quickly start thinking about those negative things that maybe people have said about you or you know you did wrong. And we all have had those mistakes. And you start thinking about the life of um, uh, very important people in the Bible that did make big mistakes. And we start just letting our mind run like that. But let's focus in on Daniel. What if we, from this, state, this, this step forward right here, if we never have anything else negative to be said about us? Is that possible? Well, we can't be perfect, but we can sure be close if we tried because God wants us to give us those promises. He wants, us, he wants us to think about David's life and the fact that he was characterized by faith, prayer, courage, um, consistency and a lack of compromise and that's all over the news right now is it not i mean the latest with this lady is uh, people were digging up her past and she said but that's before i got right with god look at what i'm doing now i'm trying to make right decisions based on my faith in god that's to be commended that's to be encouraged and prayed for and as i go back to first corinthians 10 31 uh, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do do all to the glory of god so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we need to just step back and take a real good look at our life before we look at these other folks and, and, and just say, how can I do something that will help her make the next right decision? How can I do something to make my sister or my brother, and I'm, looking, I'm talking, looking at my kids right now, to make the right decision? Because that's, that's something that's constantly in our house is, is a conversation of what about your brother what about your sister because they're looking at every move you make but also the people that pass by here I had somebody just say something to me the other day and all they were doing they don't go to church here I don't know where they go I think they go to Maranatha but they passed by and they said I saw y'all had this going on and I thought hmm well there's a there's a good example right there of everybody's watching whether they comment on what you're doing or not now uh I wasn't going to get into family, certainly not going to get into politics, but i got to say this about our family. Everybody says something about our family as we walk through the, the door of a restaurant or a store or somewhere new. So people, they not only watch, some people are courageous enough to say what's on their mind. Um, and it's amazing what can come out of the minds, mouths of, of those people. And uh, so, so just know that. Don't that. If you're given the opportunity... And we all are, because God's promising right here uh, that we can have a life like Daniel. Um, I think he's going to take it one step further. If you're trying to say, I want to do the right thing, I want to say the right thing, I think as you go to sleep at night, I think God still gives dreams and visions for, for people that are serving and trying to do right, trying to serve God. I think he'll, he'll come through that uh, 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 through a heavenly messenger. Um, and, it, and I couldn't help but think of, you know, Kimberly, several years ago, she put me down as a contact, and this is a wonderful thing I'm going to brag about, as my beloved. And that, that's me to her. And I thought about every time I read that word in the Bible, 
that's a dear comment about somebody that's really loved. Well, that heavenly messenger in Daniel, the last part of Daniel, he greeted Daniel two or three times by saying, Oh, Daniel, man greatly beloved. Um, in this situation of accountability, my wife holds me accountable by just putting me down as a contact. I'm striving to make sure I don't let her down when she refers to me as that. Um, there is so many opportunities we have, and that's, the, that's what I want to leave on the forefront of your mind, is, is God's making us all these promises. He's given us all these opportunities to have his blessings. He wants us to do something special in our family after we do something special in our life, because that's, that's the way it starts. Then look, if our family is doing something special, it can, it can affect and influence our church. What if every family in the church, just one church, adopts that same philosophy? Or I'm, I'm using the word philosophy, but just the conviction of, of, of doing right. Then you've got a whole church that is in, that is in, 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 in I would, I'm going to say close to perfection as possible to God's word. Then that church maybe has other churches influenced by them in that community. Before long, you've got eight or 19 churches. Then the community is nearly close to perfect, according to God's word. It's just that, it's just that simple. You come back to you th yourself thinking, I, I can be special if God will let me. I'll let him, rather. And look at how it's going to influence my wife. Then it's going to influence our children. Then it's going to influence our church. Then all the families will be the same. Then the church will influence another church. Then the church, that, some communities don't have a church. Some communities only have one. Some communities have eight churches. L then look at the communities and it's influenced for good or right. Now, that seems overwhelming if you don't start at that one little life, like I just mentioned. My people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Now, I know that that was talking about the Israelites when they were in a drought and, they, and the scripture says, you know, their crops because everybody was affected by that weather pattern. Well, we are too. It's just not, it, we don't, every, every one of us don't individually put our hands on what we eat every day, but somebody's doing that for us, for it to come to us. So we can, we can relate to that, uh, uh, the exact reason that that verse was, 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 was made. However, if you look at it as a blanket across America, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, each individual is saying, I want to do what the Lord wants me to do. I want to be sold out for Jesus. I want to help in this area, in this area, in this area. I want to have a humble attitude. That's the basic fundamentals of what it's talking about here. Then what does God say? He says, I'm making you some promises. Okay? I promise you. I'll do this, 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 and this. I, is God going to heal America? I don't know. Um, was America a great nation at one time? Absolutely. Is it still? There's still a lot of good people that have this right. A lot of good families out there. Is that a majority enough to take us into the next? I don't know. Um, is that something worth meeting and praying about? You bet. Um you know, 
and I'm going to, before I get into to just reading some of these verses of promise and then asking you to share a few if you've got some, um, there's a verse that <clears throat> Matthew 11, 28 says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Uh, we sometimes don't want to be bothered. We've, sometimes we put in it, we've paid our dues, we've put in our time, and we just want to rest. Well, I'm here to tell you, I know I had not paid my dues yet. I'm not the age of slowing down. But I'm tired some days. I am worn out. And when you walk in and the baby goes right there into your hands and you're sitting there going, let me sit down just a minute. As many people would say, well, it's your fault for having X number of kids. The focus here is we are tired as a people. We have our jobs and our life, and, and we have our work for Jesus that gets us tired. But God says right here, that come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Um, many times, what do we do? We say, I know that I'm not worn out yet, and in the spring of the year and the fall of the year, I'll get a kick in my step, and we'll be ready to go for another summer and another winter. But if I have a burden, sometimes I'll just fight it myself. And that's what we start thinking. And we really try try to t tell everybody else, no, I'm letting good Lord handle it, but you're fighting it yourself. And you know you are. And if you have a story to tell whether you, where you laid that down and let God fight it for you and you just rested, that's the rest that he's talking about here. Um, and let me just tell you this just to wake you up a second. I was walking down the feed railroad the other day and I thought about that verse because we had this one old horse and she's just over here in the corner. and She's just bucking around and just just swishing her tail back and forth and reaching back trying to grab her, her back with her teeth. And I was like, I know what you're doing, but I kept on walking because I don't mess with the horse. And uh, she all of a sudden met me about at the end of the feed rail and just laid down. And I could see the big old horse flyer on top of her. And as she lay down, she got like she was giving up. And all of a sudden, on all four, she just all of a sudden just laid down, almost mashed him, but he flew off, of course. So the only thing she could do to get rid of that horsefly was just lay down and rest and give it up. And so I thought about this verse, and I thought, you know, it's kind of a good application for our life because I try to fight it, and I try to make phone calls, and I try to call, call, write some plans down, and I fight it again. And as soon as I just go to, and if you had not seen The War Room, go see that movie. Kimberly carried me on a date, first time five years. And we went and saw the movie about the war room. Go find you a war room to pray in. And when I do that, it's just like God says, I got you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best. Uh, uh, and, I'm gonna, and then that makes me want to try my best to do what the good Lord wants me to do. And leave it all to him because I'm just, I'm just focused in again on, on giving him that so I can rest. And then somewhere, some energy comes and we get up and go, go again. So... Those are promises that, that we can stand on. Um, this Sunday, Sunday school lesson is about the Beatitudes. And uh, can anybody name the Beatitudes right off the top of your head? Matthew 5 th starts with verse 3. Blessed are the poor, poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they should be comforted. comforted. Blessed are the meek. For they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Um, 
Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you for, for my name's sake. Um, I think about Deuteronomy 31.6, and that's what got me started looking up, for all, looking up all these other verses. Uh, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of, uh, for the Lord your God uh, is with you. He will never leave nor forsake you. And then I, I started running through some other verses that are just all promises. And let me just read a few here. John 6, 37, all that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. 2 Corinthians 5, 21, God made him who has um, no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Uh, that makes you a special person, don't it? So that in him uh, we might be, become the righteousness of God. Romans 8, 28, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 5, 8, But God demonstrates his love for us uh, in this while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. 1 Peter 5, 7, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen and help you. If it's, if it's just that simple to believe that, why don't we do it? He says it right there. And, and, I, and I, 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 you know, nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow with health or sickness or illness or accidents. Um, and, 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 you know, but, but to have a verse like that, if that does happen, um, there's, there's no greater peace. Uh, John 11, 25, and 26, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Um, the one who believes in me will live, even though they die, and whoever uh, lives by believing in me will never die. So I just want to leave you with that, those promises and... Uh, that, that I shared, but I also want you to just, you know, just sh shout out a couple here at least, if not all 20 of you say something about what verses bring some good promises to mind in your life. I like that one. I like to run to the to that. Do you have one? Isaiah forty eleven. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arms and gently carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those who are young. Psalm thirty eight eight. And Mary, I got to tell you. When you smile, you've been over to our house eating pizza. When you smile, if that doesn't give somebody just a peace to see another person smile, 
you know, and, I, and I, I'm guilty. I've sat in a congregation and had a frown. And I, I, was, I, I think Mary sang a song Sunday, and it talked about the glory of, of people's faces. You could see, and I thought, maybe, maybe I'm not always given that glory that I should be. And so it, 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 it's in there. We just got to allow God to allow us to, to bring those promises out through our life. Somebody else, give me a promise. I know everybody's got one. I bet Kim Davis was doing a lot of remembering of her verses this weekend in prison. And uh, that's no different than the Apostle Paul when he was in jail. Um, is it going to take us going to prison before we start just throwing these verses out? I hope not. Let's give us some more. Who, who's got one? Lane, you got one? Give me one. Think about it. Anybody else? I don't want to leave anybody out before my kids come and sing. You know, you, you weren't just going to just listen to me. You were going to get get something really enjoyable, special. Kids are going to come sing in a minute. Okay, tell me another one before we. Before we no, I don't want to leave anybody out. If you got a you got a good verse, it can be a short one where Jesus wept because I weep all the time. It seems like if I'm not crying, I'm I'm laughing, but uh, that makes me feel good that Jesus did the same thing and. Kimberly sometimes will look at me and say, can you just breathe a minute? And I say, well, you know, I've got so many good things happening, and then I look at all the bad things happening. And, and uh, you know, it's an emotion that, that you know, you, you keep your heart tender and uh, so God can speak through you. That's a real good one. Skip, you got one?
has more things. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. 